1: Welcome to Ascension of the Chessmen. diving into the esoteric, occult, spiritual, and conspiratorial aspects of life, focused on solutions to the problems we face in our everyday lives. Let us ascend above all differences, let us be the light in darkness, a breath of fresh air to those who can hardly breathe, and together, awaken into greatness. This is Ascension of the Chessmen with your host, Andre Mitty.
0: All right, man. Um, We had some technical difficulties there. Um, So I'm just going to start off with this first question here. I guess for those who aren't familiar, Drew, can you explain what it is that you do? And I guess what woke you up to realizing maybe there's more to this life than you originally taught or thought?
1: Okay, so we're go with the second part first my awakening happened in 2016 um with ayahuasca at soul quest in orlando and um i knew there's a spiritual aspect to the meta to ayahuasca uh before i before i went to my first ceremony but had really no clue of how deep it was and or how how real it was you know how how, how real how real a message it was really i was going there to to save myself from suicide you know honestly you know i was i'm a veteran did two tours to iraq seen heavy combat um done you know done missions that are still classified that i can't even talk about you know so um I come back with a ton of PTSD, you know, and I also went through a divorce, my, uh, my, my second deployment while I was there going through all this. So there's a, a lot to go through mentally. And, you know, I got out in 2009 and um, had symptoms all along, but really didn't know it was um, PTSD until 2014. I had a massive suicide attempt. I woke up in the ER, I tried to commit suicide by overdosing with uh, Xanax and cocaine, trying to stop my heart and woke up, uh, woke up in the ER after being in, not a coma, but I was out, out of it for 20, 28 hours, I was out of it and I woke up wow. in the ER and I was like really surprised I was still alive, you know, and yeah. my, my, life got, my life got way worse after that, I lost. I had a business going at the time. Uh, had some multi million dollar investors for that. Um, and you know, it was, I had a lot going for me, really, uh, on on the outside, but you know, I was just messed up on the inside. That was 2014. That that moment, that's the the, really catalyst that I found out that it was PTSD that I had had all along. And, um, yeah, I started treating it with the VA and. Uh, like when i when I had to clean out to go to soul quest when i my my first initial clean out I had to get off of five different medications i just, medications to go to sleep go wake up uh stabilize my mood uh stabilize my my appetite you know all all these different things five different medications five different pills I had to take every single day and there was there's was really a Constraining my life, you know, and it wasn't working because suicide, I could feel it creeping in the background. I'm, you know, I just waiting for an excuse or waiting for a moment, you know, or waiting for an excuse and a moment, you know, and I knew that. And I, I was getting, at, at, even before the medicine, you know, I, my ceremony had started, you know, I was already, already getting real with myself, you know, that was, that was probably the first real thing, you know me stepping forward and being like, you know, this is not working, you know, something has to change. And, you know, ayahuasca got planted in a conversation, you know, that I heard, heard the the word for the first time. And it, you know, it rang, rang through my whole being, you know, I, I you know, a lot of people that's uh, been through this process know what I'm talking about. You know, that seed started growing inside of me. And within a few months, um, I had, uh, done a lot of research on ayahuasca found, found a lot of connections to helping veterans and then searched out where to partake in it at and all i was coming up with was south america at the time and um you know i just kind of gave up hope again and my wife in the background she had done she was doing research trying to find the united states she found soul quest and she's like hey i found a church they serve ayahuasca and i was like cool like when can we go and she's like we're going in we're going in a month i've already set a, I already set us up you know i've already i've already paid for it like we're already going and you have to get she could see it you know she could see it yeah. in me and she had never done the medicine before either wow. both both of us uh knew about something higher you know i remember speaking about when we first met about um you know what's your beliefs i was like well i know there's something larger but i have no idea what it is i don't really give a fuck about it you know <laughs> You know, I, yeah. I was a, a drinking, you know, veteran, you know, the, the, the yeah. consequential veteran that, that come back from Iraq thinks they own the world, you know, everybody, <laughs> everybody owes them something for doing stuff that, you know, that you don't even want to tell people about. So anyways, um, yeah, I go to soul quest and my first ceremony was a lot of purging. I was in the, I was in the bathroom. I used the bathroom like 15 times, no vision, no throwing up. I, I think i had like three cups it was just horrible i woke up the next day i i uh, it was like uh, in the bu- like in the bunks and my wife was like in the bottom bunk i woke her up and i was like before everyone else asleep, I was like hey let's get our shit let's go i was like this is not, this, is not, this is not what they say it is this is not you know this is this is crazy that just it, oh yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I thought I was dying all night long, and I'm waiting. I'm waiting for a mystical experience. I hear other people like around me, like breathing changing, you know, moaning stuff like this. I'm like, wow, like this is not my experience. <laughs> right. So uh, I woke up. Yeah, that next morning, I was like, oh, let's go. I was like, let's go. I was like, this is not it. And she's like, I had the same experience. She's like, but look, we've already paid for a second night. You know, it's only like eight hours and it's another, it's going to be time for another ceremony. Let's just stay a night and see what happens tonight. You know, and I was, I was pretty set still. And I was walking around I talked to Chris, you know, the owner
0: Mm -hmm. and uh,
1: I was like, Hey man, you know, uh, told my experience and he's like, look, commonly if you have a really hard experience one night, the second night you have a really beautiful experience. I said, okay, man, I, I I waited out, you know, and, yeah, it was like twenty minutes into my like, first cup. You know, I just um, my breathing was going down. I felt like I couldn't breathe anymore. I was like all hunched. I was slouched over. My face is almost. In, I was like set Indian style, like I'm not like. My head was, my head was like almost touching the ground, and yeah. I remember I was like, I can't. I got. I can't. I got one more breath in me, and I like looked up, and there's three people standing in front of me. I don't know if they were there or not, you know, but I'm like, I look up at them. And they like, they're like got a rattle and they're singing. And I'm just like, okay, like <laughs> I don't know what to do because I have no energy to say, hey, I'm can't breathe or anything. And I obviously they they know I'm dying. So this is you know, I'm still in my mind, I'm like, man, I got duped into they're killing us, you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and uh, feel? <laughs> and I, I, I saw and then about that time I saw a light coming like um in the backyard and i'm like oh my god someone's got in their car and it's coming straight at me they're about to run me over And as it got closer oh. to me I, I was like oh my god it's a train i was like what's the chances of a train getting derailed i don't even know how close the train tracks is <laughs> you no know, my mind's just everywhere you know but right it's it's saying that i'm about to get ran over by a train and i just give up you know and that light just overtakes me and as soon as that light overtakes me then it hits me i was like whoa i was like everything that everyone has ever been talking about this stuff is real like you know just uh, you know just the the, the truth just overcome yeah. me and that that light was the truth of of existence and it overcome mm-hmm. me and i started seeing a rolodex of past li- what what i perceived at that time as past lives now it's multi-dimensional spaces blah 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 but at that time as past lives you know and I could stop one picture, pull it out and go into that experience and see that experience of what I was doing and, and then put it back in there and I keep going. And I got bored with it after a while. And then I was like, I looked over there and there's just like, was, ayahuasca, you know, best, best way I could describe it, like a, a female energy being, being that was made out of energy like lightning. And she come walk. And she was like standing off to the side and she like motioned to me. She's like, when you get done, just come over here. She was talking to me and she's like, she's like, I'm a spirit. There's spirits are real. Like, you know, and she was like talking to me (laughs) very kindergartners, you know, and she's like, just calm, (laughs) just calm down. She's like all this stuff. It's okay. She's like, you're going to be able to understand it. And, um, she's like, do you know that weed has a, has a spirit? And she's like, here's the, here's the spirit of Santa Maria. She's like, you've been working with her ever since you were like 12 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like, here, here she is. And I'm like, wow, she has a spirit. And uh, she's like, that's enough for now. And she's like, go back. And she's like, push my head back, you know? And I like, I woke up like a, a, in the backyard of Soul Quest. I was like, Oh my God. Like, <laughs> and immediately I knew I had to go back and, yeah. Um, yeah, it worked out. A couple of days, we went home, and a couple of days later, uh, someone called me. There's another veteran, the veteran liaison that was supposed to be there. He was he he couldn't make it that day, so they asked me to come up and set with this navy uh, a navy seal veteran, that had done mm-hmm. eight deployments, uh, severe PTSD, severe combat PTSD, and uh, I went up there and sat with him uh, all night and man, holding like a a 200 pound Navy seal in your, in your arms, you know, and just like crying and having to get into the bathroom and just it. I got my message really then that that's what I was supposed to be doing. I was like, I was like, it clicked in me. Like, you know, everything happens for a reason, you know, just moving forward in the story, but everything happens for a reason, but Mm -hmm. uh, setting with setting with him, helped me understand like how valuable it was as like I just saw it changing veterans and changing if it could if it could change veterans PTSD it could change any PTSD you know that in mm-hmm. my mind at that time and um, then the next day I set with uh, my first daytime ceremony and yeah, um, yeah I went in with the intention in that ceremony of, of asking just straight up asking what am I here supposed to be doing and I saw, I saw a light coming from the sky through my crown chakra into my, into my whole energetic system, go through my hands, my, all my meridian points chakra system, and then come back up and, and merge with my energy and come back up to my throat chakra. And then I was gonna translate that vibration into words that people could hear that was disconnected from the original language. And I've wow. just, I just just come out of that ceremony like just couldn't believe Only you know person. couldn't believe it yeah. you know I saw you know I, I saw visions of myself you know uh, crazy visions at the time you know talking about me writing books and you know I got you know another th- I got my own podcast you know and right. uh, speaking and uh, work, working on some film projects now about the medicine and consciousness and all this stuff and just all types of maybe not in particular those things, but just saw, really I had a vision of me talking to just a lot of people, like 20, 20 or like say 20,000 people. And I was standing on a podium and this light was coming through me and I was going out and that vibration that was coming out, my words, it was going past some people's heads and other people's, it was going into them, absorbing them. And I saw it unlocking codes inside them. Wow. And but I saw the vibration going right past them. So yeah. I know that, um, you know, my mission is not to hammer in everyone's heads. My mission is just to put it out there right. and, um, Plant seeds. Know, yeah, said, I was going to be, showed me I was going to be working with the medicine showed me I've, I've already connected with the. I've already my soul or my soul space of already connected with the medicine long before I was ever incarnated in this, in this body, you know, and because um, I asked, like, how am I going to do it? How am I going to remember all this stuff? Like, all the and it showed me you already know all this stuff. and We're going to it's it's already ingrained in you. And that's what you're here to do anyway. So all mm-hmm. you have to do is step forward and it can happen as fast as you want it. You know, and it's it's been a ride.
0: <laughs> Quite the journey, brother. Yeah. So is this when you started to Had you done you've been going down
1: the red road
0: and I'm curious I to have, know how have, you got to that road.
1: Okay. So after, after we woke up to Ayahuasca, we've done we've ceremonies and we started facilitating at soul quest. And then I got the message. It was like my sixth ceremony at soul quest. I got the message to leave soul quest and go find a more traditional route, like a more intimate traditional route. And I'm like, how am I gonna find this? Uh, people find you. Don't worry about it. So I went out, um, you know, end up uh, meeting up with Renato by chance, which is, uh, you know, my dear friend, brother, teacher, you know, just medicine partner now. Um, and met up with him, and he's he just did amazing things to unlock unlock things about me. But the the Sundance Red Road come. Uh, you know, we were, me and my wife were living in Florida, down uh, in Southern Florida, and when we went to SoulQuest, so we were only, we just drove there, you know, it wasn't, we didn't fly in for anything, we did, we actually lived in Florida, and, um, what was it, the um, Standing Rock, the pipeline, the oil pipeline, yeah. pro- protests broke out, yeah, 2018, and I think, 2016? I think, 2016, or 17 yeah 16 16 or 17 no 16 the end of 2016 yeah because it was only a few months after i started because it uh is the same year with ayahuasca and it just i was sleeping one night after looking at what was going on there and uh watching some of the videos and hearing some of the songs in the background and they're just is was calling to me you know but i had a dream i was like I was at standing rock and I stepped foot on the ground and it was vibrating in the Mm -hmm. dream. And Uh I was like, okay, I got, you know, I told Ella about it and you know, it just persisted and it developed into, I was gonna, we were gonna take donations and we were going to box them up and send them there. And then we got a bunch of donations. And then we decided to drive them there from Florida to north dakota and standing rock and uh by the time we got there like you know we left we left florida as like 80 degrees or eighty something degrees and we got up there and it was like a full-blown blizzard you know like it was crazy it was took us a couple days to get there a couple people went with us there was about four other people so there's like maybe five or six of us all together went there and yeah when I stepped out of the ground, the ground did start was shaking under my feet. I felt it like in the dream, you know. Wow. So I I stepped foot off my uh, out of the truck when we first got there, you know, and it was like blistering cold snow on the ground. Like, yeah, super cold, and um, yeah, the ground was shaking, and you could just hear like songs everywhere. There was you know there's twenty thousand people there, and there was you know. 500 TPS, and you know it was like it's almost it felt like i almost stepped step back in time you know i said i was having flashes of of different different people like walking by like there was alive people and then there was like sp- spirits like walking by with with feathers on i could feel them i could see glimpses of them you know and yeah what turned out to be a trip there to drop off supplies turned into i was there two months and um ended up uh doing doing combo ceremonies there um, oh. i i ended up um i had already started uh doing small ayahuasca ceremonies before standing rock on our own mm-hmm. and um and yeah i did a did a ceremony there with ayahuasca with about eight people like really light doses and um oh. it went it went really deep though like it was that was my <laughs> first that, that was my first lesson and uh how deep ayahuasca can go like it doesn't it's not you know it's not a physical thing you drink you know <laughs> that's mm-hmm. just a small that's a small fraction of what it really is but um yeah I end up uh I was in the, the chow hall one day and this grandma was there and I sat down with this grandma I started talking to her and uh she's like you're connected to the fire and she's like you should come she invited me to her Sundance. She's like, I'm a Sundancer. And she's like, we dance in the UP. And uh, my, um, our Sundance chief is Dennis Banks. We dance under America, uh, uh, AIM flag, you know, American Indian movement flag. And, um, but this Sundance we're at, there's people that come from Japan and dance, like, and and all this stuff. And I'm like, man, that sounds amazing. I hadn't, hadn't, I never heard about Sundance at all. I started looking into it and um, ended up go taking an invitation to go there. But within a, about two weeks before I went to Sundance, three weeks before I went to Sundance, I started having dreams of me in the arbor dancing, hooked to the tree, uh, pierced li- with a rope to the tree and dancing in the arbor. And mm-hmm. uh, when I got there, you know, I'm just I, I told my wife about it, but I got there and I didn't know if I should tell anyone. I started talking to the grandma that introduced that invited me there. She's like, "Well, it looks like you need to dance." And she's like, "We we need to get your stuff ready." And I'm like, "Okay." Like, uh, like, what's this entail? And she's (laughs) like, "Well, you're gonna be fasting for four days and without food or water, and uh, you're gonna be gonna be dancing sun up to sundown, and you have a piercing, but the piercing, you know, is." is uh voluntary you don't have to pierce you know but i was like well i had a dream of me piercing, and she's like well maybe you need to ask yourself you know if that's you know this is well, you need to pierce and if you need to dance or whatever and yeah it was just really clear um i had a dream that the same grandma like gave me my name so i like took tobacco to her like a couple days later this is all that happened before the sundance you know and because uh, I showed up to be a volunteer to set up the Sundance, you know, I, I had no intention of dancing really until I got there, and like really, it became clear I was there to dance. Mm-hmm. And in the dream, they told me uh, I saw me giving tobacco to this grandma and saying, "Hey, can you can you help me find my name?" You know, in the spirit world. And so I I, I just was following my dreams, you know, and gave her tobacco and. She's like, I don't know. She's like, sometimes it takes, it takes up to four days sometimes. And it makes me sick to go, to go do this and all this. And she goes, let me think about it for a minute. She goes, okay, here. She She's <laughs> like, immediately. She's like, I put the tobacco in her hand. It's just a small, just a little bit of tobacco, like wrapped up. in some red fabric, you know? And mm-hmm. She goes, she goes, whoa. She goes, I already have your name. And I said, well, what is it? She goes, I can't tell you. She's like, that's in a whole nother ceremony. We have to have a ceremony tomorrow and we'll tell you your name. And uh, she's like, all I can tell you is you're going to have to remain humble. And I was like, okay. And you know, my mind's just racing all night. You know, what is it? This, that, and the other. And next, next day, uh, we, uh, my grandpa that uh, passed away, that uh, took her to the sunny night grounds uh, he adopted me. He's the one that gave me a pipe and everything. And, um, he was there and he, uh, he was one of the ones that sponsored, um, my name to come forward, to come into this realm. And it was, it was like a really deep thing, but, uh, yes, yeah, that's, that's where Bloom Thunderman came from. Ashko Benishni in Ojibwe. And, um, yeah, said that you're, uh, you're a thunder being, you know, you're, and you're, you're on a, you're on a journey (laughs) you know and uh yeah it said uh go go out to the tree and this is before this is before sundance so i got my name before my first sunday like days before my first sundance and she's like go out there to the tree they are the trees out in the field from the previous year and she's like go out and sit with that and talk to it and i went out there and like i sat down and the tree was talking to me like straight up talk you know just telepathically talking to me straight out it's like uh she told me to go out there and introduce myself in Ojibwe to the tree. And I said, that tree knows Ojibwe. Does not, it, that tree doesn't know English. I said, go, but go out and talk to an Ojibwe and, and introduce yourself and talk to you in, in your mind. And, man, it really did. And,
0: yeah, wow. then
1: I then I danced and uh, I, I pierced, uh, pierced my chest on the third third day, I think. Yeah, and dance dance one round with that and yeah then uh the second year i had um i had a dream uh i asked the spirits a couple months before sundance i was like what am i what am i supposed to do this year and i was like please no piercing no piercing you know like <laughs> just tell me just show me dancing with flowers you know in my, in my hair or
0: something and uh
1: yeah and show me pulling buffalo skulls i was like oh God. Oh boy. <laughs> and, and, uh, i get there and um i get to sundance you know a couple months later i'm talking to the chiefs and, and all the sundancers sitting down individually with them and like tell, tell them like what how they're gonna dance this year and i was like i'm supposed to pull the buffalo skull and it's like uh i'm just gonna pull one he said well you, you gotta pull at least four for, oh, <laughs> for, all, for all four directions oh and, wow uh, and uh uh, i was like all right you know i just just went with it you know i'm just i knew i was supposed to pull skulls i really didn't see how many were there and um i've never seen it done before you know i've never seen any video i i didn't know what it looked like you know and but they asked me there's two people this guy from japan he pulled buffalo skulls before they're like um you want to go before or after him I prayed on. And I was like, I go first. I was like, because I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. happen. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't want to see right. it. Let's see get it No. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, so was, it was. It uh, was. Amazing. You know, I. I pretty much died at each gate. Um, at, at that first round, I got over to the drum in front of the drums and dance in front of the drums, and uh, that gave me some life back and you know trudge through the second third and uh they stopped me like after my third one when i started my fourth round uh, pulling the skulls and around the arbor and they're like you got one more round and i'm like and it's like the only thing in between you is th- this circle to go around it nothing you, you don't stop for anything and they gave me like the they gave me the the stat the sundance staff and one of the other chiefs gave me his personal staff and they're like, you hold these. And like, man, I was like, I'm like, I can't even feel them <laughs> in my <laughs> hands. You know, I can barely see them. I'm like, man, I'm about to drop these. they like, I don't want to drop them. You know, and right. so I take off, I take off running and like I take two steps and it felt like I stepped out of my body and like, just like shot off, you know, I was gone. And next thing I know, they're stopping me, and I'm back. I come back around. I'm ba- I'm back at the, I'm back at the uh, western gate, and they stop me, and they're like, "You're done." And I look back, and the skulls are still behind me, and I'm like, "Oh," I was like, "Oh my god, I'm still hooked up to these skulls." Like, and the pain starts like surging back through my body again. I'm like, "Oh my god." And they're mm-hmm. like, they called out four four people to come sit on the skulls. And I backed up to him and they're like, you back up to him until your, your your ankle touches the nose of the first skull and you get down. And he's like, you ever played high school football? I was like, yeah. He's like, get the quarterback. He's like, don't oh, think about wow. it. Just get the quarterback. And I ba- I backed up and, cu- and catch my breath. And I was like freaking out. I like look at him and I was like. I don't know if I can do this, you know. And he's like, he's like, we can cut him out. I was like, I was like, okay, I just, I'll do it, you know, I'll do this. <laughs> and uh, I backed up and took off, and I heard a gunshot, like a twenty-two go off, and I went, I went out, and like folded up, and uh, I was, I woke up again, and they were picking me up. there's like, two, the two chiefs picked me up, and they're like you're back brother. He's like, the spirits love you. And they're like, you know, like, they see you, everything you do and all this stuff. I'm just like, I can't see nothing. You know, I'm seeing, I see crazy horse, crazy horse was standing, was sitting on a horse in the background in the field like behind oh, him talk, yeah. while he's talking and and crazy horse is like holding up his staff and like hooting wow. and hollering in the background. And, and the chiefs are like the physical chiefs. They're like pat me on the head and, like, and um, i can't i couldn't feel my legs and i was like uh he's like can you like one of the chiefs could like whisper in my ear he's like can you walk i was like i can't feel my leg i only can't feel my body you know i can't feel nothing (laughs) and i gotta just see him you know everywhere just all types of all types of shit man like crazy stuff and i I see buffaloes like sitting out there just all all types of things and he's like i'm gonna help you out and uh he, he ran me around and, and helped me help me dance at the gates and uh, we come up to the drum come up to the drum arbor and he's like uh, he's like you're gonna have he's like you're back with us he's like you're gonna have to dance here in front of the drum and they had they had the staffs for me again like the AIM staff and the our you know our main Sundance staffs and everything waiting for mm-hmm. me at the drum arbor he's like dance with the staff he's like he's like just go he's like feel, feel the vibration and they was playing the Buffalo honoring song for me. And um, and I just dance, you know, I just, it was a surreal moment, man, like a very surreal moment. And um, I, I danced really hard, like in front of that drum, but uh, yeah. I started to stumble and they, they took the stash and some guys, a couple of people caught me and carried me over and put me under the tree and uh, come and cover me up with a buffalo robe and everything and uh allowed my wife to come over there and talk to me you know not touch me or anything but talk to me and sat with me and they fanned me there's a bunch of dancers who were fanning me with the eagle fans and stuff but i woke up about about a half hour or so and man i felt i felt born again man Just I like <laughs>
0: that. yeah it's probably hard to put into words really
1: yeah really strong yeah. i definitely felt the buffalo spirit strength and then the third the third year um so i'm connected with the eagle in a very uh, intimate way so my third year i got called the eagle dance and the eagle dance uh, i was shown to do i was gonna pierce on the first day and stay hooked to the tree the whole four days and dance sleep under the tree never never come unhooked until the fourth day so i was just gonna pierce and stay hooked up the whole time and then break on the the last day and um dance dance the first day the second day i uh unhooked to go into the sweat lodge and uh, i was catching i was catching the stones i had my drum in there i was singing real strong and uh i remember bringing in the stones and telling them to close the door and we started in the first song next thing i remember they were pulling me out of the lodge and i'd, I'd passed out and I'd, I'd hit my wall like hard like oh, I bet. Hard, <laughs> hardcore like I'm not I'm not one to like, you know, tap out of a lodge, you know, a sweat lodge. Right. Yeah, they're pulling me out and I was flushed, I was shaking, I was seeing visions again like uh the, that I was talking about before. I was seeing chiefs, I was seeing, you know, a bunch of chiefs that were there and were here in the physical and not here in the, you know, we're here in the spiritual. they were all wow. walking around and um uh, this is the second day, you know, and I was, I was uh, pierced with uh, elk bone pegs, so I had a, a, a piece of elk bone and I, I made my pegs, which uh, turns out that's how they, the original Sundance, the very first time, like um, Crazy Horse, and they all danced with elk bone pegs, that was, that was something that was shown to me in the dreams and I didn't find out, so afterwards it was actually a thing, like, it wow. connected back, but um, yeah, the they they asked me if I could dance, and I I was like, I don't know. This is like before the first round, you know, the sun was just, just about to come up. And they're like, we got to go. Like, and uh, they let me set out that first round. They're like set up in a chair, just listen to the drum, pray with us, you know, and we'll see how it is after this, you know, we'll get you in the second round. You're, you know, we'll get you back out there and get you hooked up to the tree. They come back and checked on me after the round. And my, you know, I was just, I was, I was worse. (laughs) You know, I was way worse. And they're like, take it, take a nap. You know, we got a little break in between rounds and then we'll see, you know, how it looks when we get close to within a half hour, second round, they woke me up within, and I was just getting worse and worse and worse. You know, I was really flushed and they come over and sat down and talked to me, the two chiefs, you know, um, and me, they, they sat down and talked to me and they're like, you know, what do you think? And I'm like, I don't know how I can continue. I, I've, I've stopped peeing. Like I wasn't peeing anymore which was really something that normally happened on like the third day or fourth day, not, not the first or second day. You know, I stopped peeing on the first day and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to continue. You know, that's, I can't, I definitely don't see myself going a couple more. I feel like I probably will die, like really die. And um, they're like, well, we think the same thing, but we're not going to make you quit. You know, you got to decide that on your own. And I was like, well, you know, I, I don't, I really don't think you see any way forward. And they're like, okay, well, we'll get you up. We'll get you up. Uh, you go up and set with grandpa up at the main house, get some watermelon, you know, keep eye on you for, you know, next, next uh, six or eight hours. And, uh, and then maybe you can get some sleep up there, you know, but get some food in you and, and, and take it slow, get some water, get some tea and all this stuff. And I'm sitting there, I was like, okay, you know, just out of it. I looked at okay. like, Oh, I was like, "What about these guys? You know, because the pegs are still in me." And uh, <laughs> they're like, "Well, we can just we're just cut those out and they just fall out." And this voice mm-hmm. goes in my head. It's like, "This is not what you 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 got them cut in. You didn't get here to get them cut out." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, like," but I, I'm I'm like going through it, and like I had a vision of me standing out there, and and the two chiefs pulling them out. You know, I'm standing in front of a tree. I was like. They're like, uh, I was like, can you guys pull them out? Uh, can they be pulled out? They're like, yeah. They're like, you have anybody in particular you want to do it? And it was, I was like, yeah, you, you, know, you, you guys, both the chiefs, the two, the two chiefs that run it now. And i like, okay. So they made little lanyards with like 550 cord and made little handles with, uh, with some wooden dowels at the end. So they had like uh, something to hold on to. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, can we do it in front of the tree? I was like, I don't want to do it here. Like, you know, off to the side, like by the lodge, you know, I want to do it in front of the tree. But it was in between rounds and I forgot all, like all my feathers, all my regalia and everything. And I, I was, all I was wearing was my Sundance skirt. And I was just like, I just didn't think about it, you know? And there was no drum beat or anything. And I just walked out there and all I could hear was like the, the leaves whistling in the tree. Oh, the sundance tree of oh, the wind going by and i'm like sitting there i'm looking up and i'm like waiting and I, after a few moments i'm like look down i'm like are you guys gonna pull this I, like i'm ready i'm ready to go like get something to eat man i feel like i'm really about to pass out and they're like oh we're just waiting for you to tell i'm like man you are not waiting on me to tell you to pull these out like you're gonna have to do this as a surprise to me <laughs> like this isn't something i'm gonna be like hey just do it you know, I gotta have. I get, it's gotta be a surprise, and uh, they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we get it." And I, I look up and I could hear them counting, dude, like three, two. I'm like, man. "Oh god!" I'm <laughs> like, "Man, what? I'm like, man, what? Why Uncle, you can you just do it silently? Like, I, can't <laughs> do it I do exactly what." And I was like, "I was like, oh here comes poom and just like oh. this ah. massive, like nuclear explosion of pain you know just emanates through my chest like through my body sometimes i haven't felt in the sundance before even pulling skulls and i go to the ground i look down and the pegs are still in there and the strings are hanging down and i'm like i'm forward like you know like four to six feet from where i was standing. at i'm like like right from here to the sundance tree like just it's just maybe two or three feet away from me and i'm I look down and the blood is pouring down, and it just it goes like all digital, you know, like I like in an ayahuasca ceremony, like everything right. like, start starting to be digital. Oh, and I look yeah. up at the tree, and the the tree's digital, and the pain is surging through me, and I scream, and I can see it, like the fractalization on my scream, you know, and just to wow. just scream at the top of my lungs, not so much at Can't the much. pain not so much at the pain but i felt betrayed by the spirits because they jerked the shit out of me and like there ain't no way like i shouldn't have broke and it's like i'm like man i have given so much to this movement you know this the movement uh the spiritual movement and i just felt truly betrayed like really and they're like Go to the tree. The chiefs are like, go to the tree, go to the tree. And like people are starting to come out of their tents, like other dancers and stuff. Like some of the dancers didn't even know, like I was gonna not gonna be continuing or, or out there doing this. You know, it's just something that they thought they was gonna pop them out and I was gonna go back right. <laughs> go. quick and easy. And, uh, yeah, quick and easy. <laughs> and they're like, Go to the tree, and I'm just pouring blood, man, just pouring blood. Oh my and god. I god. I go to the tree and I wrap, I wrap my arms out of the tree. I'm like, I'm screaming at the tree. Like, why? Like just screaming into the tree. Why? And I'm like, Oh shit, I'm about to pass out. And I start to slide off the tree. And like the last thing I see was like the tree here. And like my fingers like separate from the tree. And that's the last thing I remember. And I down. I fell back. And like, I woke up, I woke up on a sheepskin and there's a bunch of people around me and I've been, I've been out for a while, you know, and man, I open my eyes and I grab like one of the, one of the chiefs, uh, arms. He's like beside me. He's like, he's pinching my arm and like screaming in my ear, like trying to wake me up, like come back. He's like, he knows what's going on. Like, he knows I'm, you know, was on the way, you know, he's like, "Come, come back, come back. And, uh, I grabbed him right away. I'm like, I'm a good person, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what, it, you know. It's like it's just something that I, I, don't know, I had to tell him. I saw something, you know, how he looked at me, you know. I guess, I, really, what happened? I come. I was like, I'm a good person. He's like, he's like, well, be a good person then. I was like, okay, like, <laughs> but, but then I started to remember. I was like, oh, I was like, I remember. I remember this person like saying this and this person saying that and this person saying that and this, that, and all this and that. And I was like, I remember I was like, Oh man, I heard someone say something about my pulse, you know? And that's when I set out of my set out of my body. Like I, it, it just, the memory come right back. As soon as I come woke up, I was like, Oh shit. I was like, I just had near death experience. Like, and then I was like, man, why'd I come back? I was like, Oh yeah. I was like, I saw like, I, I saw like i I just remembered the whole space like the near death and i saw like how it was going to affect my kids my two oldest kids um hawk wasn't here yet i have another i have a new son he's six months old hawk but uh my he wasn't there yet but i saw my two oldest kids i saw both both situations if i come back to my body and stayed how their life was going to turn out and how it's gonna turn out if they was gonna to have to mourn my loss, also my wife and then everybody else in my life, but I seen it all simultaneously and I and I weighed weighed what was best and me coming back was the best choice for everybody, you yeah. know. But I asked if I could remember it all, like be why I was there, and they said, Yes, take it back. This you know, this is why this all happened for you to take it back and tell and share the story. So yeah, I lost my fear of death, and you know, that's only helped me become a better medicine man and uh space traveler
0: and uh how how have you found benefit in connecting both the uh you know the northern traditions with the southern traditions um and just along your journey um have you noticed them being very complementary of one another
1: very similar you know that's um it's just like it's just like all of us the medicine the people we all have the same vibration deep down inside we all have the exact same vibration we then we have these uh you know different titles and different aspects or concepts of what we are and then they make us individuals really we we're all in the same in the end and that's that's really what my work has helped me figure out you know like uh the similarities between uh the South American traditions with the plant medicine the, and the North American traditions with plant medicine. You know, I'm a member in Native American church. I'm a, a frequent officer in peyote meetings, usually a doorman or a fireman uh, in uh, NAC peyote meetings. And uh, definitely I've met a lot of spirits, you know, I've let, uh, on both sides, but uh, the vibration of source rings true through everything. And, uh, that's what, you know, that's what I found through my journey and, um, saw the connection also, you know, just, just by chance, you know, I was, wasn't really religious growing up or anything like that, but I remember going to Sunday school a few times and things like that when I was a kid. And I guess I retained enough information from the Christian, um, Christian teachings or Bible, whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it, uh, biblical text. And I saw the similarities between the creator and uh different archetypes in native both North and North American and South American spiritual practices. I saw very uh close similarities between all of them. And then, you know, just just as things unfold, seeing more and more similarities like the similarities between Osiris and isis and jesus and mary magdalene if you look into that connection it's yeah. that's that that'll, that'll pop your melon wide open you know, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and, totally. and then see how see how they connect to uh, other archetypes and then and then see how you know uh that's allowed me to really release the stories and the titles mm-hmm. of all these different things and right. really feel to really feel what the truth is between uh, the frequency and vibration of that truth
0: Yeah I, I always say you got to separate the message from the messenger you know and uh, yeah it's all it's all the same story with different names um, I, I guess could you get into a bit about the various different plant spirits that you have worked with and um, how they differ from each other in your mind but yet are the same um, channel of source.
1: What? Yeah. So I've worked with, uh, extensively with ayahuasca, uh, which is also, uh, she has a new name, uh, of chonga. This is, a, a evolved form of ayahuasca. It's a smokable form of ayahuasca, same components, just the ingestion is, uh, ingestion method is different. And that's, uh, it's a newer ceremony, a newer spirit. It was born in 2004 in Australia through an ayahuasca ceremony. Uh, The components and the makeup of Changa was given to uh, a gentleman. Can't remember his name, but uh, he's he's the one. He was the channel that brought it from the other side, but it was actually given from ayahuasca. So when Changa met me in a dream and gave me the recipe to make it, uh, I I said, I don't know if I should, because I'm already committed to ayahuasca very deeply. And she's, you know, she's the head of woman. In my medicine cabinet. I can't take on Changa. Like she's like, I'm a I'm a I'm a master healer. She's like, we're gonna do a bunch of work. It's gonna be cool. Like people, people are gonna li- like a lot more in ayahuasca. I'm like, I went through this whole like conversation in the dream, you know, with this spirit. And she's like, she's like, you big dummy. She's like, you're evolving. She's like, what do you what do you think I am? She's like, <laughs> I, I'm ayahuasca. She's like, if you can evolve, I can evolve too. Like, don't stop my process. And uh, she's like you can work with both of us and there's she's like there's going to be people that want traditional ceremonies there's going to be people who want changa. And um so I, that's another spirit uh definitely uh wachuma the San Pedro cactus is um, probably probably my favorite ceremony to do and uh is is the,
0: is the changa quite a bit shorter than uh aya
1: Yeah, about 45 minutes but um you can get a lot of work done because, uh, you know, you go into a timeless space anyways, but, uh, a lot of the discomforts, uh, gone. Um, and it's a lot easier to work with. Like the, you, it's a lot, the process that you have to clean out to go in ayahuasca ceremony, it's, you still have to clean out to go into Changa, but it's not that, restrictive as with ayahuasca ceremony like so you're not setting with it like you know six to eight hours and i think that has a lot to do with it and the form of ingestion is is a, is a lot different it's hitting different receptors uh in the physical form but uh very much very much similar to the experience but uh the best way i could describe changa is she's compassionately strong I like that. <laughs> compassionately strong yeah she's oh, yeah. and you know uh the any of these medicine ceremonies they they merge with the person the vibration of the person that carries it you know so that's why they say each each ceremony and each each time the altar's opened up it's a different experience you know because there's two there's so many different variables but that the medicine matches with my vibration and and we enter into the go through the portal together and then then I get the ceremony going and kind of step aside when I feel the spirit come in and kind of let, you know, the spirit, you know, just do what it was here to do.
0: And, um, you know, I, 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 I here have noted about, um, you know, channel and Osiris and um, you know, St. Michael, the, the archangel. Um, was it through ayahuasca or um, something previously where um, the channel started to open up?
1: No, I just, um, so I spontaneously, we were traveling from California, um, from doing a Wachuma ceremony, but this is, uh, like two days after, uh, definitely still wide open, but, um, not on the medicine, technically not in, you know, technically not in ceremony, but the medicine did have something to do with, I'm sure. Uh, it started off, uh, we were driving, we were driving back from California, coming to Colorado, and um we had swapped and my wife started driving i was in the passenger seat and i tried to she's like why don't you lay back and you know take a nap and i lay back and tried to fall asleep but i went into this like meditation like immediately you know just by accident and i'm like in the middle of the desert and i'm this wachuma cactus and i hear these people singing and i recognize the songs like they're singing i'm like holy shit they're about to they're about to come harvest me man like um I'm really, a, you know, San Pedro cactus. And I'm like, they're about to harvest me. I wreck, I know what they're doing. You know, they're, they're coming out there and they're, they're celebrating. And yeah. uh, I, I was like, Oh man, I, I looked, I kind of like looked down in a way and I'm like, Oh, thank God I got an arm over here. Like there's more to me than just one stock. You know, I was like, okay, good. They're You know, they kind of like focus on my left arm and they, they take that, you know, But I'm, like, surrounded by crystals, and um, I feel like a hummingbird, like, feeding off of a flower on top of my head, and I can feel it in the car. Like, my wife said, physically, I'm sitting there, like, like itch, like, patting my head and stuff, because I felt like a, a poke, like, in the top of my head, you know, you could view that from whatever it is, whatever, you know, there's, it could be... A lot of That's different wild. ways that could be looked at. You know, it could be a download coming in, but what I was seeing was uh, a hummingbird like pecking at, like, like crown, going maybe. going in go yeah probably going into a flower on top of my head. Spiritually, mm-hmm. it's probably you know this this download that was coming or Osiris coming, you know who whoever, but um, started to go into past lives, you know, and and viewed different dimensional fields I was in, and uh learned the lessons really quickly you know i was going one right after another then all of a sudden like this being started talking through me and but you know my wife's recording all this by now she's like took her phone i was recording it and um she's like who am i speaking with right now and it's like osiris and it's like the first time that drew's ever heard osiris you know and drew's awake but he's not there and letting i've never done anything like this before like consciously i'm sure i have you know i've i've talked in my sleep things like that so any of your listeners if you talk in your sleep sleepwalk things like that there's probably something else going on but um i um was i was speak that being was using my vocal cords to speak and i knew that i was sitting in the background drew was still there very much awake but this being was speaking through and i was like astonished at the stuff i was hearing i'm like osiris i'm like what the hell i'm like i'm thinking to myself i'm like i'm glad this is being recorded because i'm gonna listen to this later on like i'm gonna go i'm gonna go into all this shit i've never heard heard of osiris before and um he starts speaking and it's like uh my wife goes where's osiris now and 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 it goes "Setting right beside you and it's referring to me and like and it's like so and then she's like uh, so cyrus is drew and it's like yeah so cyrus is drew and uh, also cyrus is everything else as well and uh you know source came later on but um it Source tricked me into thinking it was osiris you know and archangel might My- because um I, once I started doing Osiris and this all recording, I'm about to release it. I, I'm getting it. I'm getting it cleaned up. I'm getting subtitles put to it and video put into the background. It's going to be released. It might be with, uh, another pro it might be part of another project. So you got everyone might, might have to wait a little bit, but I will release this recording soon. Um, and it's, trust me, it's going to be, it's well worth the wait when you, when you listen to it. it's, it's going to blow your mind. Uh, Cause I found out later on that after cause I listened to it, I'm like after reading the Emerald Tablets, I read the Emerald Tablets a few months ago for the first time. I'm like, holy shit. I was like, this is what Osiris was speaking through me in this channeling that was recorded. Yeah. Not not so not the same words, but the same messages were all in this recording. <laughs> you know, even if you need to recall me, say my name three times, and that's in the end of. Tablet 12 on the Emerald Tablets of Thought from Egypt. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with all that, but um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, then I started, you know, Osiris is very clear that I was supposed to start sharing a lot. And uh, we stopped in Colorado and went to Florida. And uh, we stopped in Florida, and me and my wife went to the, like this uh, thrift store, and we was walking around the thrift store, and my ears are this like, about three days after the channeling with Osiris, the very first channeling. And he hasn't spoke through me again. I'm like, is this a one-time thing, this, that, and the other? You know, I don't, is it real? Am I crazy? Like, maybe I got, maybe my PTSD is worse than I think. Maybe I should be locked up. You know, I'm going through all this, all these thoughts. And I'm in the thrift store and I walk over to the shoe section and my ears are just ringing. I, I'm like, I'm like mumbling to myself. I'm like, man, I hope so no one sees me right now. I'm like, "I, I probably look crazy as shit. (laughs) <laughs> and I look, I look up, and there's Osiris skating shoes. I didn't. i never even knew this was a thing until oh yeah, this, I know this what moment you're right about. here. They're right at eye level, and I have a few things in my arm. And I just drop them. You know, I'm just like, <laughs> that's that's when it become real. I was like, oh man. I was like,
0: what is synchronicity?
1: <laughs> yeah, this is. This is really, because Osir- the question in my mind, is this real or am I going crazy? Because I looked up Osiris, you know, after the channel, like, you know, right after the channeling, as we're driving, you know, I'm like, we're listening to it. Like, what's that name? Osiris. I'm like, type it in like, whoa, is this a real dude? I'm like, this, this is the first thing I'm like, babe, this Osiris this is a real dude. This is like from ancient Egypt. I'm like, I think this was a, was a legit channeling, you know? And um yeah, then then we got to Florida uh to do some ceremonies and I I ended up booking some places to go speak, like channel, uh so like some metaphysical shops. And I was channel Archangel Michael, like like popped in and all this stuff. And um after a, a few few of these events that I did, I was uh listening, I I asked like osiris to come forward like after a channeling one night and i'm like man i was like osiris you sound like archangel michael and you all you all sound like the 11 you know the 12 plating collective or whatever you know like all that and it's like osiris laughed i was like now let's meet the real one like this is source (laughs) and i'm like wow and at first it was like it told me it's like it has no name like really what 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 this is it has no name and I was like well what do I call you And it's like you can't call me source and all these other things because you now you know that we're all the same thing and it's like and I, I said the best thing that you could call me is source and that's when the the back of my first book that's when that channeling come through it said, uh, I am the source of all creation. You are the creator through the power of manifestation step back into your power to update, to um, facilitate the upcoming evolutionary shift. And it just, that was like a really profound truth that just like rang true through my whole being. You know, it's like, it's like, and then it just started showing me all types of other stuff, you know, just the connection to the sun and things just unfolded over time. But um yeah and then then i had a oneness moment uh in that trip to florida i had a oneness moment like uh spontaneous it just it just happened but uh where where i was at a ball of light you know and i it's like was speaking to me it's like i am source and you can step forward and and give up your form and come back into me and you know you can you know dictate how everything goes and I was like okay I said do you trust do you trust me I said of course I trust you I said do you trust yourself I was like I was like about to step forward I was like whoa, I was like, whoa, whoa. do I it's like yeah I'm, I'm pure like I'm, I'm pure enough to step in back in the source like I've Sundance and stuff I said if you're not pure enough to step back in you're gonna get rejected you're gonna have to restart this whole thing you're gonna forget about you're gonna forget about all this and go back and restart this whole process. You're gonna go back at the beginning, you know? It's like 26,000 years of, of searching you're gonna go that you just right. got done doing. You're gonna go back and start all over again. I'm like, okay. I said, I'm, I'm pure enough. I was like, I had I, I had visions of me Sundance, you know? I was like, I you know, I'm a human, but my heart is pure, it's, it's dedicated to the mission. So I stepped back into source and I was like, okay, now I'm gonna fix everything. I like started looking around. I was like, okay, nothing needs fixed. Like everything's in order. Okay, it's always has been, always will be. This is really boring, you know. And I was like, can I go back into form? It's like, yeah, you can be whatever you want. I was like, oh shit, I want to be an eagle. Like show me a space raza eagle already. Okay, I want to be this, I want to be a hummingbird. I want to be the, You know, I want to be a bee. I went through a bunch of different things. in this like you've already been all of it it's like this is the you you have i'm like okay what perspective have i not seen yet it said you haven't you haven't walked as source in human form yet this is this is this is the experience that's going to be going around the whole collective you you go back down and know that you're connected to source as one but still in physical form and you're going to be You're going to be, uh, there's other people down there already that know this. And you're going to be greeted by the whole rest of humanity eventually. You know, this is the, this is the evolutionary shift, this understanding. I was like, whoa. I was like, I was like, okay. I was like, but I don't, I don't want to be stressful. it's like, okay, it won't be stressful then because, you know, basically I was arguing with myself, like setting, you know, I was rewriting my soul contract right then and there, like how I was going to be when I come back into form and um it's like okay like you go back in the same form you was but with this different understanding and i was like all right i went back in the form and man i i come back and i was i was i was was in a parking lot because i was driving when this all started and i I, like stopped in a parking lot and i looked over at my wife and she was like looking at me and like like really like she knew like what, what just happened, you know, I was like, holy shit. Like I looked yeah. out and there's this, there's this lady it's like broad daylight, you know, and this lady was like walking across this parking lot with her purse. And I'm like, this lady's about to drop her purse and her phone's about to pop out. And I, like, I just knew, I just saw everything like a moment before it happened. She dropped her purse. I just looked at my wife and she didn't know like what I, what I was like processing, you know, fully, or, you know, maybe she did. But she knew I was going through something pretty heavy, and I just looked at her, and I was, like, crying. I was, like, this is so crazy. I started telling her, like, what, what was going on. I was, like, this is – people ain't going to believe who I am. People ain't going to believe, like, all this. Like, how am I going to get people, you know, just babbling, you know, crazy shit. And wow. um, it's – I went through – I prayed on it, you know, and I was, like, really straight connected, you know, just verbally, like, anything I asked that that – at that time, I was just like straight back, you know. Just, what should I do? And it's like take four days, by yourself, just you as your wife, get away from people, don't interact with anyone, turn off your phone, don't look at your phone, eat healthy, and spend four days of integration into this, you know. And man, that four days, it was crazy. But <laughs> uh, on the third day, I was like getting stir, I was like getting stir crazy in the house, and it was start. I was starting to definitely find balance, you know by about the third day and uh my wife was like i'm about to go to the store we need to get some groceries and uh, she's like you want to go with me or you want to stay here i was like well i definitely don't want to stay here alone we we're a bar in, uh, one of my one of my friend's house in florida and um it was a ni- nice place you know out out um in the country had horses around and we'd go for walks uh each day and i was there's a lot of things going on with me man like i was light lights were flickering when i was around just lots of lots of stuff this heart really hard for me to grasp and uh i i was like i'm not gonna stay here alone and i was like i think i want to go with you and she's like you sure i was like yeah i think i i think i want to go and so we went to a store where i think it's like Publix or something like that and um i was walking in i look up at the store and i'm like processing how many people it take to build it how many people it took to finance it? Everybody that was in there. And I was experiencing all their heart, everything that was in their being, all of it as a collective, just looking at the store itself, walking in. I'm like, I look at my wife, I was like, I don't know if I could do this. <laughs> like, I don't know if this yeah. is I don't know if this is right. Man. I can just hear people, people walking past me, I could hear their thoughts. You know, this is the first time I've been around anyone other than my wife since this happened. And whew, it was just a lot. To, it was. I thought. I, I, by all definition, I was going schizophrenic. You know, definitely going. If the, someone, uh, a healthcare professional, would have seen me, a psychologist, definitely would have considered said I was schizophrenic, going through a mental breakdown. But I knew for sure it was spiritual. You know, it's it was powerful. all very real. Yeah. Very real for me. And um, I we, we get we walk through we walk into the store. I'm walking down the aisle. And there's words popping off of products, and they're like they're sh- they're like floating in the sky, like floating in the air above me in the aisle. Like one word, and another word will pop out of this a box over here, a word will come out of the song that's playing over you know over in the store, and another word will come from a conversation two people are having, uh, picking out a can of beans or something. They're having a conversation, and one of the words will pop out, and it all make a sentence. It's like we are with you. You are one, and it's all these, this, this, these messages keep coming off from the universe, but they're using the three D to to speak to me in words that I'm seeing. We walk through down one aisle, and at the end of the aisle is like the meat section. And I, I at the end of the meat section, I I feel the vibration out of every animal that's in that meat section. I'm just like, I look at my wife. Wow. And like, I was like, I cannot be in here anymore. i have just, it's, I'm too. I'm too turned on right now I'm just it's just too much and she's like look I only got a couple things I just need to get some coffee creamer you um, and something else and she's like I'm like okay take me down to the produce section at least uh, I'll be around the plants down there maybe it's a uh, you know I feel that's probably the best area for me in this whole store probably down in the produce section she's like cool go down there and pick out some apples or something like that so I go down there and I'm like looking through, I'm, I'm picking out some apples and I hear this, uh, my, my wife walks away and I hear this, um, oh, thank God you're here behind me. Are you all right?
0: Hey, sorry, man. I I just had to grab some my, my, I got a tooth that's like really inflamed. So it just flared up on me. Um, but yeah. I'll pause it first. And you've got
1: to, and you've got a big. So, We're uh, back. so I'm standing there. My wife walks away and I hear this voice behind me. It said, Oh, oh you're here. Oh, you're here. You come back and start this woman. I hear this like women weeping. And I'm just like, I'm looking down at the, some produce. I'm like, man, I do not, I do not need this right now. Like I do not want to talk to anyone or anything like that. I turn and it's a nun. And she's got a shopping cart and everything in there. And she's like, actually, she's a real nun and she's shopping and she's talk, talking to me as with, to my back. And like, I turned around and she's like, just weeping. And she grabs my hands and she's like, thank God you come back. And she's like, you're here. You're finally here. And I'm just like, I like Ella, Ella, like, someone come help me. Like It's too much, you know, too much. And, uh, my wife, you know, co- comes back about that time. And I, I like, I'm like, I like, bless you sister. I'm just like, I just walk away. You know, I, I can't even, I can't even talk to you right now. <laughs> like, just get away from me. I'm going through too much. And I'm, I'm just, wa- I'm pushing the cart and we're walking out and I'm like, are we done? She's like, yep, let's go check out. We start to go up to, uh, this, the registers, like we're around register three and four and, uh there's maybe a like one or two people in lane four, but lane three, there's nobody. And my wife's like, let's go lane three, there's nobody in there. And it's like, no, let's go to lane four. <laughs> I was like, We're we're supposed to go be in lane four. And I'm like, this this thing is like ring of four, four, four. And I was just like, oh, okay, four, we're going to lane four. And you know, I'm not telling her like all this stuff. I, I can't, it's happening too fast. I can't like explain to her. I'm like, look, we just need to go lean for So we, she's like, okay. She's like, yeah, look. she's a little irritated, but she's, she knows like I'm going through some shit, you know, she's right. like, well, what do you? And she's sitting there and she's like, she's like, what do you think they, what do you think you need to do? I'm like, I don't know. All I keep hearing is Jesus in my head. Like, and uh, she's like, you think you're Jesus? I'm like, no i'm like but i need to read about jesus She's like the bible i'm like nope it's too much like immediate like there's another my wife's asking me these questions and like those things like you know sources in the background like answering and i'm like nope it's too, it's too much i don't need to read all the all the bible like there's too much in there i just need to read about jesus she's mm-hmm. like well just pull it up on your phone i was like no i was like Cause when I look at my phone, my phone is shut off the, the, you know, it literally like physically shut off. I would drain the battery. Just, you know, just trying to look at it. The words would be scrambled on there, all kinds of, you know, I just could not do it. I tried um, before that. I was like, no, I was like, I just need to find a little book about Jesus. Just, just give me, you know, the rundown just of, of Jesus. I'm going to find something in there, you know? And about this time we're coming up into the lane and uh my my ear starts ringing on the right, and I'm just like ring, and I, like look, and it's like hurt, it's like ringing so bad. I like I like, turn my head like automatically, you know. And National Geographic, the story of Jesus Christ, and oh, I'm just wow. like, I'm like, babe, 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 babe. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> like, I I pull it out and I throw it on there. It's like twenty dollars or something like that. I never, you know, I would never buy anything like right, that. Right. Like, I pull it out and throw it onto the counter. I'm like. I look at it. I'm like, man, I like, babe, this is just about Jesus. This whole thing is a special day, a special national geographic, just about the story of Jesus. Like from his life as a child, all the way from until he was crucified. I'm just like, wow, that's crazy. You know? And uh, so I get it and read through it. And there's like so many synchronicities of my life uh connections to native american spiritual beliefs I, I see like as uh like jesus's story you know that uh, what he went through and um i get to the end like i'm reading it at, to the end i'm like oh man that's like i don't know where to go after this you know i'm like at the towards the end of the book and i look at the the last page i flip the last page it's uh, it says 108 and 108 jumped off. Like I saw it like come up in, like in the sky, you know, like in the air, like 108. I'm like, okay, that's my, that's my, you know, my breadcrumb to see where I go next is a couple of days went by and uh, we were watching, we were watching something uh, or hearing something about the Buddhist uh, deities and found out there's 108 Buddhist deities. And I was like, oh i was like okay i gotta look at gotta look into buddhism not study it not practice it not go sit on a mountain and spend 30 years you know staring at a rock but look into it and the connection will lead somewhere else you know i knew that i just intuitively knew that and then uh hearing the 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 story of buddha uh studying on a lotus flower the creation story and everything i saw it just it, a light bulb went off in my head how it was all the same message and then i um you know the download for my first book was already coming through too and i saw so many similarities of all the things that i've that i've absorbed and i found that i was not making no religion but i was saying it and i was saying this truth in a totally different way like without metaphors and all this stuff i just really seen how my first book was really laying out all these truths, but without without metaphors and storylines of how they came about. And Beautiful um, yeah, yeah, that's how um, that's where yeah, I'm at I, now.
0: I was listening to uh, your interview with Greg Lake, and I loved how you broke that down of the symbolic nature of the nails um, on, on his meridian points. Um, if you could go into that real
1: quick. Yeah. So, so most of us know we have a chakra system, you know, we have seven, seven known chakras. We actually have like 13 chakras or chakras outside our physical body that, uh, you know, connect us to the universal realm. And when we start knowing about those one, knowing about those connecting with those, that's when we start connecting to, the Merkaba or the meridian of the whole universe really it's just really it's just us our concept of it separates and goes into different ideas really it's just one Merkaba that's that's all connected as one our our Merkaba that's in our body our our energetic grid that's in our body we have meridian points that uh, stem out from our chakra point from our main chakra line our main chakra line is basically our spinal cord uh, you think of it that way. Right. Around our, our around our belly button, there's an intersecting point between uh, meridian points. So, a meridian point in your left foot, there's a meridian line that runs up your left leg, and crosses at your belly button and goes across to your right hand. So, there's a meridian point in the center of your hand, and it connects to, say, so your right hand. It connects to the meridian point in your left foot. Uh, same thing, vice versa. So there's a meridian point in the bottom of your foot, of your right foot, and it connects to the meridian point in your left hand that you visualize a line going from it. The intersecting point is um, your uh, sacral chakra, your belly button. Your, your belly button is your sacral chakra because that's your sacred portal that you entered into this realm from, from, from your source, your mother. So uh, Jesus was crucified uh, I saw when I uh, went back and basically asked or traveled into Jesus' body at the time of his crucifixion and was able to know his thoughts and know the thoughts of everyone around him in that moment. And I know that he was crucified to, they knew about His healing energy and the energy of his body. And they thought if they crucified him by putting stakes in his hands and his feet and putting a crown around, a a crown thorn around his head, it would contain the energy inside his body and he wouldn't be able to heal with his body. And it would basically, uh, you know, be trapped in there. So that's, uh, that's, that's my understanding of it from experience.
0: Yeah. I've I've never heard it put like that. So that's, that's fascinating. But yeah, it makes perfect sense. Um, yeah. Uh, Thanks so much for your time, Drew. Uh, this has been amazing, and I'd love to have you back in the future. Um, I just wanted to end off tonight's show with uh, um, your daily spiritual practices that kind of help you stay grounded when um, life is feeling a little over chaotic or you're taking in too, too much energy in certain settings. Um, what would those be for
1: you? Um. First, I want to say, uh, to end on the Jesus thing, we are all Jesus. Mm -hmm. There There was a point in time when Jesus walked, the Jesus consciousness, the source consciousness, the oneness consciousness walked in one being for everybody to look at. This is the time for everybody to walk in Jesus consciousness and see it not only in themselves, but everything around them. So the meridian points, don't let society put nails in your meridian points and crucify you and and hold you in a box because you are is your god-given right to this to this knowledge this truth and your own energy so use it step forward use it don't be afraid there's you're not the only one and everyone around you is going to come to the same realization so go into it just accept it my own spiritual practices is uh remaining in a moment um playing with my son um remaining in, he's he's taught me ton tons of lessons you know and i got i have older kids i have older kids too like my my oldest is about to be 19 she's about to be married this year i got a six month old the difference is uh, i get i get to raise this one from a spiritual point of view i get to be very hands-on uh, the other one, the other two, my other two oldest ones, I was in Iraq a lot, you know, when they were young, but Hawk has taught me some of the deepest spiritual lessons he's taught me how to manifest, he's taught me the, the science behind it, and uh, remaining in the moment and remaining in gratitude, and that way you can focus your manifestation energy, all of it into what you're doing uh, today And, and, and it's a lot more powerful if you're, if you manifest like that. So my spiritual practice is just to live life. Um, I even I used to, I have long hair. I had uh, up until a few weeks ago, uh, maybe a month ago. And I even cut that because I honor the ceremonies, but the ceremonies got me to where I'm at now. And, you know, I'm, I'm here to live my life. And this, this is the, this is the true ceremony so um i yes. live my life by the truth that i know i know that all one. um i know that we're going through an evolutionary shift right now i know we're going through a, a very biblical or prophetic time um and i remind myself of that but i also you know i, I just remain in balance dude i yeah. i i you know i have my own podcast um you know have a ton of other projects doing ceremonies in different places and and all that but ultimately it's about the evolutionary shift of humanity it's about spreading the understanding of source and connecting people back to each and every one of us back to source so we can become the walking guides that we were here to be you know beautiful,
0: beautiful message to end on brother and to spend such a beautiful conversation Um, So we're eternally grateful Um, we cross paths. And uh, yeah, I I, uh, wanted to give you an opportunity to plug anything you got coming up and let the listeners know where they can find you.
1: Yeah, so uh, Sacred Journeys Within is the best. That's uh, our church's website uh, behind me, sacredjourneyswithin.com you can find uh, connections to all my past interviews that I've done on other shows. I've been on coast to coast, uh, Jimmy church, current Cameron, a lot of tons of shows. Um, there's been, I go through spurts where sometimes I're, you know, doing back to back, uh, you know, for a while. Uh, I have my own show, awesome. e- Eagles Nest podcast. It's uh, just streams on YouTube and streams on my Facebook channels, but uh, we have some pretty cool guests on there. I've had Kevin Day on there. Uh, he was working on the Nimitz uh, during the uh, Tic Tac incident. Uh, Laura Eisenhower, she's great granddaughter. of Dwight D. Eisenhower, uh, Billy Carson, a uh, lot, of, lot of great content on there. And um, so like, like, share, subscribe over on that. And coming up, I'm going to be Me, Ellen, Hawk are going to be at Zen Awakening Festival in Orlando, Florida on November 18th, 19th and 20th. I'll be speaking there. I'll also be uh, signing books and, um, you know, I'll probably do some, uh, maybe a tobacco ceremony or something like that uh, usually. But this will be the third year that we're attending this uh, festival and, um, you know, really looking forward to that. So that's near Orlando, Florida, Zen Awakening Festival, November 18th, 19th to 20th. If you want to set with me in an all night ayahuasca ceremony, two nights in a row, you can go to cosmictreeoflife.org. At the end of August, there's a retreat at the end of August. Sign up for that one. Uh, Me and Ella will be going up there and serving medicine. That's in Wisconsin. There's a private cabin uh, around the lake, and we're going to be uh, serving ayahuasca and setting with it uh, Friday, Saturday night. So... um, yeah, when our our ceremonies are a little different than most. Uh, we definitely like I said earlier, you know, the the ceremonies work off the consciousness of whoever they're working with. So uh mine tend to go to source. We 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 may we may go through the Amazon and we may see anacondas, but eventually eventually most of the time in ceremony, we're gonna end up uh, having source moments and things like that, even in the ayahuasca ceremony. So uh, you know. Just know that it's uh if it's calling to you, show up and uh, reach out to them and, and book all that, and we'll be up there. And yeah, it's just a few weeks, so I'm lo- really looking forward to that. We're gonna be working with them uh, more through the more through the winter and everything, doing doing retreats with uh, Cosmic Tree of Life, as well as uh, our own. But we're we're gonna be moving. Uh, our base. We're based in uh, Southern Colorado right now, and we're looking to move probably in North Carolina. We're looking to have a little more greenery and get out of the desert. And uh, you know, maybe maybe get closer. We need to get closer to an airport. I think that's hurting our our church honestly because we're like three yeah. hours. We're over three hours away from Denver, like almost three hours away from Santa Fe. So the next place we get, we're gonna get within forty five minutes of a major airport because we're. Um, we have a lot of a lot of demand but our facility just can't take what the demand is anymore and um, yeah but uh yeah reach reach out to us we we uh we post on our website about uh when we're going to have retreats or dates that we have uh open for retreats and where we're going to be at and all that and you know links to all the different shows I've been on. You're going to be on there pretty soon. You'll be up on the website in a few days and my wife will get you up there. So I appreciate you being uh, sharing your time with me and opening up your space for me to share with you and your audience. And, you know, we're all, we're all, mir- we're all mirrors, you know, and when whatever you see, uh, whatever you see and, you know, the person that you're talking to, that's an aspect of yourself. You know, mm-hmm. so whatever, whatever you see in me is inside you. And that's, that's my message.
0: Said, brother. Thank you, Drew. It's been an honor. And I believe life is one big ceremony.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it starts when we take our first breath, you know, and we, we get connected from, when we get disconnected from our source and the umbilical cords cut, you know, that's, uh, man, yeah, we could go in, we could Very talk symbolic, for this yeah. stuff, but well, there's no. a, there's a, a, Lotus, um, you know, and, and Hawk wasn't born this way. He was born emergency C-section, but there's a Lotus birth that we would have liked to have had the option to do, but it just wasn't uh, available for our situation. Well, Lotus birth, um, they would bird the baby and the placenta and they would have the placenta beside the baby in a basket. And the baby would decide over a, a couple of days would separate from the source and that's a very much more spiritual way the way the western way or the way that most of us come into this world uh one of our cosmic laws one of the four cosmic laws was broken when someone else decided that we separated from source and and so Mm. we go through this whole process trying to reconnect yeah wow it starts it starts from birth makes
0: so much sense yeah well um I just want to uh, thank you once again, Drew, for coming on. I thank you all out there listening. I hope you found um, something of value in this conversation and found a moment of presence throughout it. I send you all peace and love, and I hope you all have a beautiful rest of the week